Woo! And we are now live. <laughs> Did we open up with that? Be shivvy. Oh my goodness. You better edit that. I can trim the videos afterwards. Anyway, good, e <laughs> good evening, everybody. And welcome to a live sea of night coming to you from the Paul Spiritualist Church in the south coast of the UK. We're across the pond today to Florida, to wonderful people. We have the lovely Lisa Hines. Yes, yeah, <laughs> Lisa Hines. Uh, Lisa is a Reiki master, Reiki tutor, and also a member of the Spiritual Tribe is the conglomerate name. Yeah. Yes. And we have the effervescent, the wonderful, the one and only, the unique, Mr. Ron Cox. Good evening. Good evening, both of you. Welcome. Good welcome. evening. Good evening. And thank you. Thank you so much for gifting us your time, your presence, your knowledge. And we're looking forward to a wonderful night with you both. It's always fun to be with our friends across over in the UK. <coughs> thank you. So the topic of tonight's talk is temporary self and true self. Now, this arose, didn't it? Because you had uh, a meeting in... Ron, could you tell us about your is it church or center? Yeah, um, it, it's called the Metaphysical Spiritual Tribe of Southeast Florida. Um, I am studying to become an ordained reverend uh, through the metaphysical university and it's actually the university of sedona in in the state of arizona um, we're actually the uh the university of metaphysics is actually in 133 countries out of 194. so we're, we're quite a popular organization and we've influenced a lot of a lot of metaphysics going on today. So as well as spiritualism is also coming into play with us here as well. Um, the two are really starting to merge together nicely. And, um, and with the tribe, I called it a tribe instead of a church because a tribe, everyone is involved in a tribe. If you look at a, uh, Native American Indian community, everyone from one, two years old, all the way up to 98, however old, they're all involved. So it's a, it's a community. It's a entire family unit made into a tribe. Brilliant. Brilliant. And you, you said the magic word there, community. Yes. Um, because since 2020 and all that entailed from there, the sense of community and belonging to community, people actually really, really value. Uh, I'm just very honoured and privileged that here at Paul, our Sundays now, our attendances are fantastic. And the community feel, people talk to each other, people come in, hi, how are you, interact. You know, and it's such a step away from because 
pre-2020 and sadly still in some churches and centres, is a very orthodox approach. Um, it, it's almost the unsaid written rule. You come in, you sit down, uh, you listen to the service and you go home. Right. And there's, there's very little interaction. Sure, you will get the cursory, oh, hello, but that's it. And it is just, in fact, when uh, the wonderful Jack was over last year, we went to somewhere and we were chatting and laughing and somebody in the front, <laughs> front of us turned around and went, shh. And she's like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was just, just really just sort of like, oh, okay, this is going to be a it, fun night then, isn't it? <laughs> and, and, and see, I, I sort of, taking the church away from the old ritualistic everything has to be done a certain way type of service we're using music that people know today that will lift their energy up mm -hmm. we're we're using i go to the bible a lot to do um to go into metaphysics on a few of the Bible verses. Like uh, my favorite one is Matthew 6, 22, which says, therefore, if thine eyes be closed, thy body shall be filled with light. So what is this talking about? We have to break this down on a metaphysical level. Okay, so I'm standing there. My eyes are closed. There's Where's the light? Where is it? No, that's not what it's talking about. It's talking about the prayer and the meditation. When your eyes are closed, your two eyes are closed. Well, what are you seeing with? You're seeing with your third eye. Okay, you're seeing this with your third eye. And where's this light coming in? This light is coming in through your third eye. Those clouds of lights that you see in your meditation, that is energy coming into you. That is spirit coming into your body. Thy body shall be filled with light. What is light? Light is energy. Where does energy come from? Energy comes from source. Who is source? Our creator, God. Love it. Absolutely. And, and if I could say, he... He has he opens up chakras. We do that at the very beginning. I I do my Reiki where we open up the top chakras to the heart, the throat, the third eye, and the crown chakra. So we try to do that before we he even starts the service. Brilliant. Brilliant. I and I I don't know an awful lot about metaphysics. Um, a very good friend of mine, Reverend Elaine Bevin, she is a, a minister and she was ordained over in the States in, uh, into metaphysics. And just by the small conversations we've had, I found it absolutely fascinating. I love this premise that everything is energy and it makes pure sense. It is. But E equals MC squared. Yeah. Yeah, it just makes so much sense. And it it really helped me shift a few of my own personal stumbling blocks. When well, I looked at it in that way, I just thought, hang on a minute. So this is energy that I've created and I've put here. So 
<laughs> I think one thing metaphysics does is, it, yes, most of your major religions acknowledge the presence of God. It, but that's where they take you, to acknowledge the presence of God. They want you to accept God. Well, how does God work within me? That's the part they don't give me. How does God work within my being so I may become closer to God? Meta metaphysics breaks it down so we're not looking just at God. We are looking at, at self, okay, where self is the ultimate we're all, we can't place blame on anyone else anymore. We have to look at ourselves. We can't look at anyone else for our shortcomings, insecurities, whatever we've gone through life. We have to look at ourselves. Maybe it happened when we were a child and maybe we took this on as a child, the responsibility that should have been belonged to the adult. And in metaphysics, we look at how do we get rid of that energy? How do we sublimate that energy so it can no longer affect our future course? I call it shadow work. The shadow work yes, is very work. important. It is. It is. Uh, we're, we're acquainted with shadow work. But that, uh, what you were saying about itself, because that was one of the biggest things that I taken away from my very limited knowledge of uh, metaphysics you know we hear people saying oh i'm like you know i'm a complete bitch because i'm an aquarian well no actually you're just a complete bitch because that's what you've decided to be yes. that's what you created absolutely you know, we're really good aren't we at being the passive victim of circumstances around us whereas each and every action even though it may be a reaction comes from self yes yeah a lot of people are stuck in the victim role yes but it's hard to step out of the victim role when you operate in a victim society it's like nobody knows how to be a survivor anymore you know what what happened to being a survivor what happened to taking responsibility for your actions it's time we're not it, it it i feel like this it's all about me world is starting to break apart there's severe fractures aren't there yes there are and um and, and that's what i ian i as you know i've studied spiritualism i've studied in the uk at arthur finley i love it i love both of them i see both of them really starting to form and come together yeah um and I don't know why they have it. Quite honestly, they operate basically on pretty much the same principles. Um, um, but if we get into this temporary and true self. Mm -hmm. okay. Before we do, very quickly, there is a question here. And I think okay. there's one for I don't, I'm not seeing the questions. Have you got the comments highlighted? Yeah. Let me turn it over. Oh, sorry, it's going to take. <clears throat> you want to take that? No, Lisa, that one. There we go. Okay, well, sorry, guys. Is there any way to access the third eye? 
Because Lisa mentioned earlier about opening the third eye. So James well, is just asking, I mean, is there any way to um One of the things that started me on that journey was I kept hearing about fluoride that crystallizes the third eye. And um, I stayed away from like toothpaste and I'm into distilled water now, different things that fluoride, I mean, over here, fluoride's in everything. And that's a whole other topic. But um, meditation is very important to be able to open the chakras, the seven main chakras. They've, that's a whole other topic. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get off of what you're yes. talking about. But um, the third eye is very important in being able to open up into the spiritual realm. And meditation is the beginning of that. But then also you have to be careful what you're taking into the body. And fluoride's a big one right now mm -hmm. that people are becoming aware of. You might want to Google that. Yeah. And very um, another another good way um, to access the third eye is um, I always get the word wrong. Are they the fellatio beats or? Talk about the sound therapy. Yeah, the sound therapy. therapy. A lot of different music now has the megahertz that will send the vibrations to help decalcify that third eye. And then I also and help tap open it. it. I tap it a lot to help awaken up a little bit before meditation. But I would suggest, James, that maybe you find a group of beginners in meditation and who's on who's looking for this path and start out very slowly yeah and i i know being slow can be boring but you can open up your third eye to things that you may not want to see so you need to learn how to ground yourself you need to learn how to properly go into a meditation um and and if you're in the UK, James, I know you have a lot of access to that over there. Yeah. I've just put a, a link in there, James, because you've asked about what are the seven main chakras. So there is a, a Google link in there just to follow up and uh, peruse at your leisure. Can, in, in layman, can I just say in layman's terms, you can look at the body as a biological computer. And the seven main chakras are those openings um, to help get you elevated into in awake. It helps wake you up. It's so, like the startup process for a computer. Yeah. Yeah. I call it the base of your intuition. Yes. Yes. But, you know, people say, oh, I've got a third eye. I say, well, do you get the feeling about things? You get, uh, you walk up to somebody and just think, oh, I'm not quite sure. Yeah. Well, I think you'll find that is part and parcel of your sensitivity, which we express as a third eye, but it's just that unfoldment we uh, go through. Lovely Phil Shaw uh, comment from earlier. This is aligning with my own studies in Jung's analytical psychology and yes. his in metaphysics. Yes, and Jung is quoted quite oft often in my studies. Uh, the metaphysics um, use a lot of his um, writings. Yeah, yeah. On the vibrational levels, the key is to vibrate higher. Mm -hmm. The higher you can vibrate, 
the easier it will be for the higher realms to be able to meet you halfway. Yeah. And the, the thing to emphasize with that as well is this is not something you learn from somebody else. This Correct. is something you evolve yourself. Yes. And, and James, if I may, please make sure if you're looking for a teacher, you get a highly qualified teacher. Mm -hmm. yes. Please. Highly qualified doesn't mean. I would rather you learn good habits than bad habits in the beginning. Definitely. Just going to pick up very quickly on just one comment here. Good evening, Ian. Nice of you to join us there. No, there's no join link. It's just seeing um, the lovely two from Florida, my ugly muck, and listening along with us. So thank you. I'm <laughs> just saying that. Right. Now then, um, James, we're asking a lot of questions, which is absolutely wonderful. Um, if you can, pop down to the church, and we will go through a lot of these questions with you, because this is going to be an involving conversation, I see, which is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Stay the on the path, James. Yeah. The topic of tonight, true self, re the real self. Okay. Tell me about that. Um, well, before we get started here, let's open this uh, liturgy portion up with uh, a little opening prayer. Wonderful. To help bring everybody into center. Divine presence of God dwelling within our being, we come to you to acknowledge your presence in our life on a daily basis to acknowledge your guidance, your love, and your understanding. As we begin to speak on the true self and the temporary self, we ask that all of those who are listening to this broadcast, that they open up all channels in their body, open up to receive you, to receive your light and your love, that they may be lifted up from whatever situation they may be in and we ask this in your loving name amen amen beautiful beautiful so through my course of becoming uh, ordained i have been on an incredible journey I've learned a lot about myself. I've dove deeper into myself than I ever thought I would. And now that uh, I'm able to actually put it into practice and see it into my own life. And, and what I'm talking about are the two parts of your being. There is the temporary self, which is me, I'm going to use for example. And there's the true self, which is Lisa, my shining light, okay? So my temporary self wants to experience everything in life that I possibly can. It doesn't matter, good or bad, does not matter. That's what the temporary self is here to do, to experience this life to its fullest. The true self which is you call soul spirit higher self god there are many different terms placed on the true self 
But the true self is actually the part of God that we need to talk to. Mm. Okay. The true self is always seeking the temporary self to form the connection, to form the oneness, to form the unity. While the temporary self is out there absorbing all of this experiential knowledge so it can take back to true self. Because temporary self doesn't realize that it is already connected to true self. And there's nothing that we need to do except communicate with true self. Okay. But we put up a wall right here. I'm not worthy. Mm -hmm. I'm not worthy. Why would God speak with me? I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not lucky enough. Why would God speak with me? Well, the thing of it is, is God is speaking to you. God is speaking to you through true self. As we put up so many walls here, we can't hear it. God's in a soundproof booth. We cannot hear it. It's that moment, like I said earlier, Matthew 6, 22, For if thine eyes be closed, thy body shall be filled with light. So when you're in meditation, this is when the communication starts. Okay, This is when the unity starts. Okay. It takes a while for true self to get into my ego or get into my temporary self. Because even though God is here, we don't believe God is here. We believe that God is up there, over here, somewhere else, but never with us because we don't feel worthy to receive. Okay. But there's a way to there's a way to take care of that. And that's through meditation. And it will help the, the temporary and true self become more closer and closer to one. And what separates us are our negative personality traits. Mm. And those negative personality traits are worthlessness. I'm not pretty. I'm insecure. I don't have enough money. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. But God is here saying, you do, you do, you do, you do. You just have to know how to connect. The funny thing is, is people go around saying, I pray for abundance all the time, but abundance can never find me. but never realizing we're the ones in the way of abundance. Because this connection right here is what supplies that abundance. Just like we don't pray for money. We pray for prosperity because prosperity includes everything, including money. 
Okay. Just like everybody going out there, oh, I want a relationship, I want a relationship. Well, first, do you have a relationship with yourself? Secondly, do you have a relationship with your true self? And thirdly, have you worked on those negative personality traits to bring you closer and closer to God? And I'm telling people, don't go out, don't go out there and look for love. Go out there and look for life. Because when you look for life, love will find its way. Yep. We so one thing that I've suggested to my tribe members. I'm sorry, I felt like I was on the podium there for a minute. Woof! <laughs> the energy really built up. Uh, one thing I, I talked to the tribe members about is when you're going into meditation, ask God to reveal those negative personality traits to you. And to also ask to show the karmic causes. Because sometimes things happen in our lives that we don't understand where they came from. They could have come from childhood and we're too, we were too young at that time to even realize something happened then. Because your personality is formed by the time you're age five. So you've already learned your entire personality in the first five years of your life. So if something's going on here and you need a negative personality trait removed, let's look back here. Where did this come from? Okay. Now we know where it came from, realizing that it doesn't belong to you and asking God to remove it. Please remove this negative personality trait to me. It doesn't belong to me. It belongs to somebody else. Remove that energy from me. And you will see changes. I've seen changes in me just by this simple meditation. And I always go into a meditation beforehand with my prayer, my acknowledgement to God. That I know only you can remove these personality traits. And they will be removed. It's incredible. Uh, just just what I've experienced going through this class and just with this this temporary and true self uh, to be able to see that and look in your and to be in that objective point of view when you're walking throughout your day are you being your true self or are you being your temporary self because when you take that temporary point of view you can see which one you're being very true with <clears throat> the premise there about when you take it to god to remove that is there also the potential within that same energy that actually realizing that about yourself yes empowering you to yes. you know and to be aware of that I've yes that myself on my journey um and a lot of people come to me with uh, confidential things. And mm -hmm. once did something come out and I thought, oh, my God. Whereas, you know what, before I would have been over the garden fence. Do you know what? 
but that part of me isn't there anymore. You know, people can talk to me in confidence and that confidence stays with me. And when that near, when I nearly slipped up, it was like a real body blow to me. And I, I was more surprised by that, about how deeply that affected me of nearly betraying a trust. Um, and the impact it had on me. Mm -hmm. well, this is interesting. This is interesting how we uh, evolve. And this is what we're doing. We're evolving all the time. You know, energy is movement. Movement is energy. Movement is life. Right. So we've got to <clears throat> keep doing that. It's um, question here from Jordan. Jordan K. Would you have to go through a church medium to remove negative personality traits, or is it something you can do for yourself? Well, Jordan, you can do this yourself. You're supposed to do it yourself. You, yes, you, you're supposed job. to. This is an inside job. This is for you to work on. And again, what I do is I go to my altar. I light my candles. I light my sage. I say my prayer and um, I ask God in the prayer to remove the negative personality traits. Because remember, the prayer is the acknowledgement of God in your life. The prayer is not the two-way communication. Prayer is a one-way acknowledgement of God. It's the meditation when you go into the meditation and you're focused on removing those negative personality traits, that's when the two-way communication between you, true self, or God, start doing the work together. You're acknowledging that you already have this in you. And you're asking him to help remove it, him or her, whatever you'd like to say. So I, I would say you could do this on your own. Recognizing that you have these defects, mm -hmm. like jealousy, pride, whatever it may be, that is getting in your way of what I call the sunlight of the spirit, to allow God to work through you in your life. Mm -hmm. And once you've been blocked, that's the shadow work, that you have to meditate and listen to what God is telling you and God comes through people, places, and things to give you your answers of how you can do this for yourself. And um, yeah, well explained. Thank you. And it, it does raise uh, something that does continually come up, and I, I never ever tire of answering this one question. We all we're all looking for the end result, aren't we? Mm-hmm. We're all looking for where we're headed, where we're going, where we're going yeah. to get. But that is a movable feast because that is made up by our journey into getting there. And it's Absolutely. not. People can open doors, people can give you uh, ideas and thoughts and techniques to try. But at the end of the day, the person who's responsible is the person who stares back at you from the mirror. Exactly. And that's where it's got to come from. So, yeah. Well, yes. We've got another one. Matt, Matt Harris. Good evening, sir. <clears throat> evening, Laurie, Ron, and Lisa. Love tonight's discussion. Thank you. 
I found since starting my sobriety, I connect to my true self more, my vibrations higher, and able to manage heavy energies better. Well, congratulations on your sobriety, Matt. I, I know that is a true accomplishment. But it sounds like you're clearing out the obstacles. You want to know who Matt is, and you're really working on Matt. And congratulations with that. Um, the heavier energies, I would think it's from the... Um, I, I would definitely think it's going through... I, I didn't want to say the word alcoholism. I don't want to say that because... I was looking for a better word with whatever situation you were going through. Uh, I'm sure that energies were very heavy because it, it sort of creates a depressed state within you. And now you're lifting by looking at all of these, you're lifting yourself up. Your vibration is higher and lighter. I call it self bondage. Yes. I'm assuming you're doing the 12 steps. And that honestly is the way I was able to find my higher power was through the 12 steps. Um, it's a simple way to be able to connect with the higher power. And that's what started my journey. Um, the self bondage of being able to get out of self with the addictions, that's, that's, that, that goes into a whole other topic of, you know, the dark forces, whatever you want to call them, the, you know, you're in, we're our greatest enemy. We fight within ourselves. And 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 look, the dark forces. I, I mean, there are people were walking by on the street every day. You know, there's with a lot of negative people out there. That can be some heavy energy to manage, especially when you're going through that. I've done the steps in there. Amazing, eighteen years. So Congratulations. 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 So. And that goes back to the sunlight of the spirit because, you know, we are a temple. Our body is where um, our higher power, as Ron described, mm -hmm. you know, lives. And we have to give this uh, a clean house where the spirit can come into and work with us and work through us. So the sh cleaning out the rooms inside is what you have to do. And, you know, one thing about this self-discovery on metaphysics is when you think you've discovered when you think you've discovered that negative personality trait you could probably take it even deeper because it, it probably goes back even further i always tell students and clients let's let's take it deeper let's take it deeper always be on just like when mediumship you want that evidence we want to know all that true underlying um uh, under i lost my train of thought but anyway we we want to never mind i'm sorry i lost my train of thought that's all right we we, we all have um our mature moments yes <laughs> Yes, that wasn't one of mine. Oh, well, an underwear shot. 
as I, I said, you know, I have looked into metaphysics to no great depth. The one thing that I remember pulling myself back up, because when I first got into it, I thought, you know what, treating everything like energy, I am finding, as I said, it's removed a lot of my blocks and really helped me understand people around me as well. But I did pull myself up because it was a non-emotional energy when you're working with energy. There is no room for emotion there. And I was just, I just had to go, oh, careful, careful, careful. Don't go too deep into this. Keep that balance between my spiritualism side and my metaphysical mm -hmm. limited understanding and combining the two has been very successful. Um, but this this whole premise that everything is energy, and like you said, you just said something which all spiritualist mediums should do, go deeper, go deeper. You know, when we have a communication, we don't just say, oh, they show me a kipper. Why are you showing me a kipper? What's the story behind that? You know, I mean, you just, you've just got to keep going deeper and deeper to get that story out. Um, when you ultimate goal is to become the observer right yeah 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 i uh, got a comment here from sue townsend society mm -hmm. taught the illusion of separation and division from a source now we are remembering that we are spirit utilizing a human form as a vehicle by which to experience life and love which we are and that spirit surrounds and permeates every being through the air which we breathe, the waters of life, the fire light within. Earth manifestation of form, also the earth and beyond, God of our own understanding and all consciousness. Very well said, Sue. Very well said. And I would even take that a little bit deeper. I don't it wasn't just society that created the separatist, the separation of God and man. It was actually Christianity that created it because Christianity wanted you to go to their ministers, their preachers, their priests, the popes. That's where they weren't. They didn't. We had all these teachers because the pagans were around a lot longer than the, uh, the Christians were, and the pagans were already connected to God. So uh, I would look at that as it really was Christianity that separated us from God. Religion yeah. in general. And Religion. The, and the rules it placed on us of how we were to connect to that higher power. Indeed. I've studied uh, the Quran and the Torah, and you can see where the will of man has been written into the words. Right. You can, you can, it's just there to see. If you read any of these religious texts, I mean, in the Quran, nowhere in the Quran does it say go out and kill your enemy. No. It doesn't say that. Yet, we see these atrocities. Well, and, and it, it, it's even lighter atrocities than killing man. What about just the word? I, I, we have one person and nothing. I'm not saying anything bad about him because I know he did a lot of good for the world. Billy Graham is on a commercial telling the Bible was written by God. I'm sorry, but the Bible was not written by God. It was written by man. You know? 
there's a very easy thing in there, isn't it? Which version? Which version? Exactly. There are hundreds. Exactly. I I want to be close to the God that I know, not the God that man made up. Yeah. And, and that's a personal journey. Everyone's yeah. going to take that journey individually of how it's going they're going to be able to connect with their higher power very true from here from phil shaw ron you mean getting into the subtext of the message rather than superficial content exactly what lauren is describing and the way he's working mediumistically but it is isn't it because we dig deeper you know we do yeah tend to gloss over things we do tend to take the arm oh, fine as being okay you're fine but actually you can just see it sense it feel it right. really fine or we do it ourselves don't we? how are you i'm wonderful and inside i'm just thinking oh god i just want to die i'm a mess <laughs> yeah if i have one more thing i'm going to jump out the nearest window but but it's also those little self-talks that we do to ourselves that separate us from God. Yeah. Yeah. So we're making the chasm wider. It's we have to step back. And I mean, people are going to do what they want to do. But I step back and I'm looking at myself more through the objective point of view. How am I operating today? Am I my true self or am I temporary self? Now, if I'm being a raging B-I-T-C-H, I know I'm being my temporary self. And I need to go meditate a little bit. Okay? I, I would never have said that about you, Ron. Oh, I would. To your face. A thousand times a day. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a fun one. <laughs> but it is true, isn't it? You know, and I've, I've said uh, often recently, uh, and this is just the way conversations go, and I'm this is, I'm finding this very intriguing about this time because there seems to be a similar thought going round and round the world. And then there's another thought. So conversations, you just keep thinking, hang on, I've just had this conversation or I've just had this statement. But it's obviously it's there in the ether and we're picking it up. You know, as human beings, we have this thing that we want somebody to blame or somebody to save us. Yes. So we have a bad day you said a very rude word then we have a bad day or something terrible happens in our life why would god do this to me right yeah or we turn that around as well we have what we hear of in, especially in wartime uh years of foxhole conversions god save i've never talked to god in my life but god save me now mm -hmm. you know it's, it's this because we want that we want to sort of like hand over, oh, this is interesting. We want to hand over our power to somebody else to do for us. Yeah. But the lesson we've got to learn is that power is here now talking. And everything that I do, everything that I say, everything that I undertake is creating my world around me. And yes. it's bright, happy days. If it goes wrong, what have you done wrong, Lawrence? exactly and you just said something very key there why would god do this to me okay 
But before you get to that question, we need to ask ourselves, why would I do this to me? Because we're created in God's image. We're co-creator. We are part of God. So why did I do this to me? What type of negativity did I put out a week ago, a month ago, for this to come back this way? Okay, because I'm the one that created this situation. Nobody else created it. I created it. And the thing of it is, is to be in an objective point of view. Yes, somebody's a bad driver and you give them a little one digit salute. Okay. So immediately realize that and say, you know, he's probably having a bad day too. I sublimate that negative energy because it's literally going out to your org field and being reflected back into you. Mm. Okay. So you're doing the negative portions to yourself. Nobody else is doing this to you. God is not doing this. Why am I doing this to myself is the question we should always ask. And the outside view is a reflection of the inside you. Keeping yeah. it simple to that effect. So, that's, uh, and if I yes. have a problem with you, what's wrong with me? Hmm. That's interesting. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is because it. you look at everybody as a reflection of yourself. Okay. Well, I don't know what it is about you, but you just rubbed me the wrong way and I can't be in your energy field. Maybe it's not their energy field. Maybe it's yours. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I know that if I meditate too much, I become, my vibration becomes so high that I become full of anxiety. Okay, because I'm on this quest and I just want to get this quest. I want to reach that end point. But putting myself in that situation to where I'm full of high anxiety is really only pushing myself further away from God. That's all I'm doing. Because now temporary self is full of anxiety, while true self is sitting here all calm saying, see, I tried to tell you this once before, but maybe you'll listen this time. Okay, but we eventually get it. We eventually see that objective point of view and we eventually start changing our behaviors and our words and learn when to sublimate that energy to get rid of it and then put then turn around and give them blessings so positive energy can come back to you as well going out to them. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. And it is difficult to master. And we, we continually fall off the horse every now and then. We have moments and we go walk away thinking, oh, God, why did I do that? Well, if, if everybody walked around being their true self, high energy, high vibration, lots of love, Everybody would be the same and be a very boring world. That was the purpose of the temporary self. So God could learn from us 
through soul, spirit, God, higher self, whatever term you want to put on true self. Okay, this is how God experiences, and this is how God learns, and this is how God adjusts the course in your life for the things you're trying to manifest. And remember, we planned this. We're in a dimension of polarity. We need the balance of the two because we can't read this stuff in a book. We have to experience it for soul's growth. So this is something we, you know, we planned this. Sometimes I question why I planned this, but. <laughs> and, and Julie Coswell, you're absolutely right. It is. The most important principle in spiritualism is self-responsibility. It is. Because right there, you're going into the universal law of cause and effect. That's it. That's the fundamental law of cause and effect. My negative words are causing me to have the effect two weeks later of a very bad day. Yeah. So if we would have sublimated those negative words two weeks ago and then give that person a blessing, positive energy would have led to a very good day today. Very true. Very true. And, we, you know, we do time and time again neglect that thing that we are the creators. We, yeah. we are creating our world around us and if you're going to walk around being a right grouch if you're going to walk around biting everybody then you can't sit there and question well, why why you know why am i so miserable why haven't i got any friends because you're an a-hole it's as simple as that if you stop being that then actually do you know what your world will change yes it will and phil said the balancing of opposites young again yes and again, absolutely what well, well look at buddhism the balance you got young and a balancing of opposite we got the universal laws of cause and effects with us we got the yin and yang with uh buddhism i mean it it's all about balance yeah. everything is about balance and then we when we look at uh um the trinity that's all in balance, mind, body, and spirit. If one is out of balance, the other overcompensates. Then what happens? It puts the body at a dis, dis ease, not disease. The body is not at ease. And therefore, when it is not at ease, it has to overcompensate. And when it overcompensates, that's when anxiety, aggression, self-centeredness steps in that's the overcompensation until you balance it back out yeah through meditation yeah time and time again you see things caused by the lack of balance yes uh, we're seeing it within the movement or ancillary to the movement at this time where people are just getting so focused and gripped by one aspect uh, of whatever movement, whatever movement, not just spiritualism, but further afield. It becomes, all aspects of life. Yeah, it In becomes a healthy oppression. The only difference between us and normal society is we've woken up to the spirit within. 
we understand that there is something greater. We know that there's a way to connect to this. We know that there's a way to make our lives more balanced and full of prosperity. Where others, they don't. They don't learn this in the church. They don't learn this through the Catholic, Baptist, Methodist, Lutheran, Presbyterian church. Very true. There's a comment there from Phil. Sure, you got it wrong. <laughs> thanks, Phil. <laughs> Not sure what you're talking about there, but thanks. I love it anyway. <laughs> Do you need a cream or something to put on it? <laughs> you know. James Tracks. Uh, I think self-responsibility is just an all-round thing that should be applied to life in general. You're 100% right, James, but we're in a society now where it's all about me and and hopefully we're getting out of it soon because it's driving me crazy. <laughs> well, I'm, and I'm seeing more and more of what you were talking about as far as waiting for this savior to come back yes. and save me. Um, not taking responsibility for my part of it. Yeah. And and that's that's in everything everybody's just so self-absorbed and they cannot yeah. see outside of themselves. And and you did a, a little demonstration there when you were talking about that, Lawrence, and I don't think you realized it, but um, you said everyone's a victim or everyone wants a savior. But if you look at my hands, they're forgetting about the man in the middle or the person in the middle. Very good. Very good. And you know, it's... This is very good. Um, thank you, everybody who's chiming in tonight. Really good, healthy discussion and debate about things. Where where next with your tribe, Ron? I mean, what idiot said to you you're going to be running your own place anyway? Ho oh, oh. ho! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what cheap storefront psychics? I don't you? know, but I know this cheeky dude over in the islands. Uh, I think they call it Great Britain. He goes around as Thor half the time. <laughs> he made this crazy suggestion. And lo and behold, I end up with my own church. My own tribe. <laughs> and I said I wasn't going to do it. I wasn't going to do it. And here I go. You know, you know, and that's one thing there too, because this fell into my lap. Yeah. This was not supposed to happen. I was not ready for it. So be careful what you're asking for and be ready to receive it because you will. And yeah. you will receive it when you least expect it. And don't define it. Don't, and, and don't define it. Let it flow. In, let it be organic. Let it flow. Let it go into what it's supposed to go in. Don't force it. Don't rush it. The guy who, uh, it, it's actually, we hold, have it at the Quaker house, and every time I go up there, he's like, do you know how many people is coming this time? And I say, no, God does. I don't. <laughs> and and we've grown in numbers every month. Wonderful. 
Because the thing, I mean, one of the basic fundamentals in metaphysics is realizing that there is nothing that you have ever done in your life that God has not been there and done this with you. Okay. Everything you've ever had, every everything you've had, everything that will be, and everything you want, all must come from God first. Because even if you force it to fit, it's not gonna it's not gonna last. It's gonna fall apart. Very true. Very okay. And and that's what I said when this fell into my lap. Well, God obviously wants me here, so I'm going to continue creating this, and God is going to take it wherever it needs to go. I I don't consider myself. I and I tell this to the group. I'm not the leader. I'm a facilitator. Yes, I may be up here giving liturgies and talking to you and and helping, but I'm not the leader. I'm just a member of the tribe. That's all I am. Yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. What a wonderful evening. Wow, that was an hour. I know. Blue by. That was awesome. I know. Awesome discussion. Wow. That was, that was amazing. And it was made even more amazing by the people uh, joining in tonight. So yeah, excellent questions. Stuff coming out of them. And well done. Well done. You know, <laughs> just afraid to ask. You know, all I got to say is when we're out there doing our healing, our mediumship, our tarot, our oracle, whatever we're doing, are you bringing spirit in with you are you teaching about god when you're meeting with your people are you bringing spirit into what you're giving out yeah and that and those are all tools another way to communicate with spirit is that i or we that is talking from the platform is that i or we that is organizing something is that i or we is giving healing right right ultimately yeah. we're all one so yeah yeah brilliant right now really really mess with our heads over here in the uk it's about two degrees over here what is it over there it was 86 when i came in here no way <laughs> Beautiful day in the South. Go away. Well, it, actually, it's 89 degrees right now. Oh, shut up. <laughs> hey, you know I'm having a party next weekend. I invited you over. I said there's a bed for you. Everything's all there. When are you coming to see us in pool? I would love to come there, Sarah. I would love to come I'm there. I'm ready. <laughs> yep. There's a yeah, I'm, I'm thinking maybe within the year. Nice. And then we're going to have to get you to come over to ours. Yay. Bye, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought we were signing off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, bye. <laughs>
What a wonderful, wonderful night. Thank you both so very much. Lisa, well done. Well done, Thank you. you. Thank you. I've enjoyed it very much. Good. And uh, I, I love it because, it, you know, when we do these things, we do grow. Uh, even when we get thoughts or comments that we don't actually agree with, make us think, you know, and that is if, as long as we can handle it in that. Okay, well, right. I've got my viewpoint on that. That's wonderful. I, I think that's wonderful. May, I, may I put in a shameless advertisement? Well, this is not the over 18 store, is it? No. That's all right then. <laughs> if anybody if anybody would like to reach out to me, I do connect via Zoom, via phone. However, um, my website is the letter I, the letter M, as in Mary, roncox.com. Could you say that again, Ron? I... Yeah. As in Mary, roncox.com. Uh, well, I'm just getting it up. Um, there we go. And I can pop the link into the chat. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> So I'll just put the link into the channel. Oh, okay. If anybody wants to uh, contact you, they can do by. Yes. Brilliant. Thank Brilliant. You. Thank you. I'm here for anyone and everyone. Okay. You're five hours behind us. So don't forget, everybody, phone them up about eight in the morning. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> You wait because I'll be calling you at eight at night my time. <laughs> That's when the answer phone kicks in. It's been a we really time. do have a there really is a lot of love here between the two of us. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a definite romance going on. <laughs> <laughs> going through, yeah. Getting the two together, it might be two critical masses coming together too quickly. Yeah. A bit messy. <laughs> but it's been a wonderful, wonderful evening. Thank you. Next week, we have uh, Sandra Michelle Atherius with us talking on our Lyceum night. Sandra is a medium. She's very, very active in the UK, uh, and she's been invited to do... She's recently at the... Um, Janet Novacek's church over in uh, Jersey, I believe it is, in, near New York. I can't remember the name, but she's really getting around there and getting a name for herself. So she'll be taking our Lyceum night next week, and then the following week she is actually with us in person here at Paul Church. So we're looking forward to meeting up with Sandra. In the meantime, any parting shots? Lisa, first. Um, oh, that's putting me on the spot. Yeah. Actually, um, <laughs> I, I was thinking of the Schumann's residence earlier during the conversation. If you're not familiar with that, I yeah. call that the heartbeat of the earth. And it is um, vibrating faster than it ever has. And it's a whole interesting concept of how time is speeding up 
and the earth is speeding up. Mother Earth is vibrating higher, which I work in the hospital environment and I see more younger people having heart attacks than ever before. And it's part of our responsibility as metaphysical beings to learn how our body, mind, and spirit work together or we're not going to make it. That's where I'm at with that. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Ron, my darling. <laughs> Parting words, yes. I would like to remind everyone as you're on this journey, please remember to be gentle with yourself because we tend to be the hardest on ourselves when we feel like we're not making progress. The progress is taking place. It first has to start at a very microcellular level and then it grows exponentially from there. So please be patient. Don't get aggravated and stay on the path because there are so many incredible blessings waiting to come into all of our lives. Thank you. Wonderful. Wonderful. And one more thing, Phil, just send me a text message through my website and I'll reach out to you. Yeah, I'll, Phil, I've um, messaged the link to you via Facebook. Janus, good evening, sir. Uh, if you've just joined us, you're just in time to be too late. Janus <laughs> um, was a guest of ours recently and a guest here at the church and absolutely, um, certainly uh, a name to keep an eye on. I'll say it like that. He's a lovely chap. Absolutely lovely chap. So you two, absolutely brilliant. You go out there. I suppose you're going to go and sit in the pool now or something. <laughs> yeah, it is heated. Oh, go. <laughs> <laughs> Have you still got the giant iguana on the fence? No, I got rid of all those. All oh, right. <laughs> well, we don't have that in the UK. <laughs> uh, battling iguanas. Get off. Get off. Oh, did I tell you it's a saltwater pool too? There's no chlorine. No, not until just about two seconds ago. You didn't. Okay, you're welcome. <laughs> Everybody, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you, Ron and Lisa, giving up your time for us. It's so much appreciated. Brilliant topics coming in tonight. Very, yeah, very thought-provoking. Wonderful. Everybody in the uh, room watching us on Facebook and our friends on YouTube as well, thank you for your inputs. So there's been some very interesting comments coming there, so thank you. We will say good night. Have a wonderful evening, everybody. Uh, until, don't forget, tomorrow morning you can watch a service live here at church, 11 a.m. GMT. And tomorrow we have one of our wonderful local mediums, Phyllis Rumney, will be taking the service. Phyllis was, um, she's, what she's forgotten about spiritualism is more than probably what I've learned in the last five years. Amazing lady. So we're looking forward to that. In the meantime, have a wonderful night. Take care. And we hope to see you again soon. Thank you 